Welcome to the Player Development Pod, presented by Beyond the Field. Real estate and athletes, you hear it all the time. People talking about people living rent-free in another athlete's mind. Or if you're a cornerback, you got an island all to yourself. Or this is my paint if I'm playing basketball and a defender or I'm a scorer. That, that's, this is my house. You see it all the time. This is my house. So athletes are very, you know, um, they know real estate well. They use it a lot when talking uh, trash, confidence, whatever you want to call it. It's part of the game. But today we're going to talk to somebody who is truly helping athletes in the real estate space. And that is Mrs. Terrilyn Nunn, your sparkly realtor. Mrs. Terrilyn Nunn is going to get on here. She's going to talk about athletes and real estate, how athletes can learn more about real estate, how she can help, how she can help you. who, If you're a current college student athlete who's making NIL money, how she can help you. Uh, in your quest to learn more about real estate and to purchase, sell, and do other things in real estate. So I'm really excited. But the biggest reason I'm excited is because she's a platinum sponsor of the Player Development Conference, which is this weekend. Friday and Saturday is virtual. You want to register. The link is in the show notes. Really, truly excited. want to thank Miss Terrilyn Nunn so much for coming alongside and being a platinum sponsor of the Beyond the Field Player Development Conference. Here is our conversation. So it's interesting you're talking about the purchasing and not just being because me growing up, I just thought homes, right? Just oh, one home. You know, you brought up multifamily, commercial. One thing I heard, I work with. Um, well, let me not say who I work with because then people could identify his brother. But I work with somebody whose brother had an opportunity in Houston to buy some parking lots at this area. It was Washington Ave, you know, and at that time there was nothing going on in Washington Ave, but it was a couple old like those old school car dealership lots. It's like mm-hmm. four of them that cost $40,000. And he's like, man, I'm not buying that. And then Washington Ave blew up. Yep. And then in 10 years, it evaluated out at about $4 million. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's... That's big. So one, one thing I can say is buy dirt. <laughs> because at some point, the expansion of building is going to happen into where you own dirt and either you build on it or at some point there may be a builder that will come in and they're building this new community and you'll make a whole lot more than you spent on purchasing um, purchasing that property. And so I'm, I don't just speak on investing Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know a lot of people, you know, they say, well, well, what are you doing? You know, you're talking to us about investing and buying property and buying this and doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm an investor myself. Let's go. So um, I started investing about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have commercial property where I do just what I said. I have tenants. There's an event venue space that I actually own the event venue. So mm-hmm. when people are booking events, that's more finances to the bottom line. Let's go. But the tenants that are in the building, they pay the mortgage and the right. utilities every month. So whatever events are happening, that's lanyard, as we call it in Louisiana. That's just uh-huh. extra. But, you know, <laughs> so the, the, the bills are already paid, which is a smart thing to do because right. – why not? You know, right. um, we are actually, uh, you know, we have a couple of residential places, my husband and I, and we're mm-hmm. actually closing on another 
um, condo in College Station. As I said, my nice. son. And that is because students will always, students will always, always attend. be at college. Always. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we wanted him to experience his first year as a college student on campus, you know, being in the midst of everything. But the prices that you pay for staying on campus, you might as well have a property. Correct. So we're doing that and we close at the end of this month, actually. So let's go. And how much sweat did you do you break when your tenants pay? How much sweat do you break? How much effort is that? None. Just none. Nice email. Just make sure the Zelle is sent. That is it. (laughs) Yes. Now that that, that's uh, I don't know if I'm using this term from Louisiana correctly, but I would say that is definitely a laissez le bon ton roulé. That is letting the good times roll. Yeah, I got it right. Alright, so we've talked a lot about your your expertise, what you know, and also your investments, what you're doing. So let's stick to that. Now, this is your chance for our listeners, those people who are in my role in player development, who are like, man, my, my players keep talking about real estate or, you know, the coaching staff keeps talking about real estate or people. Now, you're, if you could describe your services you do provide, you talked about them, but this is your opportunity to put them all together. So the services I provide... They transform with every player because, of course, every player's needs are completely different. So being that trusted friend, trusted agent, the other parent, um, there is no set look of what that looks like. However, mm-hmm. I do have um, some information about the investment process. Um, we break it down. So football is the thing. So we break it down into quarters. And then at halftime, what does that look like? I -hmm. like to speak the language that the players know, like, and understand. Um, And so I break it down into, into those terms where for each quarter of the presentation, you know, we're talking about different things. I like to get in the beginning to get an understanding of what is it that interests you. And then that way, most times that particular presentation adjusts to what it is that pertains to them. So if, if I'm speaking to an entire team, you know, we would do a preliminary warm up mm-hmm. period where we're asking questions or we may send a survey or the team may send a survey beforehand. Give us the top two questions that you have about real estate, what interests you the most. And then from there, I kind of tweak what that presentation looks like. But we talk about the different scenarios with NIL, what that looks like, what could be possibly done in in that phase. We talk, of, of course, we talk about the residential. We talk about commercial we talk about multifamily. You know, we talk about the income producing real estate agent. We talk about being the referring agent. We talk about mm-hmm. property management. So there, there's a whole lot of different things that pertain to real estate that a lot of people don't realize that can be a part of the picture. Um, but then services that that I provide as well is that concierge white glove service. So I've had a player that 
parents don't live here. He mm-hmm. wasn't here during the season, but he wanted to get his house ready to potentially lease out. Now, we didn't have enough time to actually get it done, but we did get the preparation for it. So preparing gotcha. everything, I I went in, I hired cleaners, I hired the landscaping people to come and tidy that up. I mm-hmm. ended up having to pack up all of his personal things and put it in his vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mom, mom here, right? Right. Um, and so I said, well, wait a minute. You are you want your vehicle to be in the garage while people come and view the house for lease? He was like, oh, I didn't think about that. So what did I do? I took the vehicle and I brought it to my house. Well, the tires were a little wobbly, so we ended up, I brought it to get tires changed. Mm-hmm. I brought it to get oil changed. And I'm not saying, you know, take advantage of the right, scenario. Right, right, right. No, not at all. Yeah. You know. I am I I offer the services that most people won't offer because I don't want someone taking advantage of them. Right. And I made didn't make a dime from any of that at all. It was merely helping the player being what he needed at that particular point and now I've gotten referrals to other players and other parents from from him and his parents that they were like, we've never seen this happen before. Right. Call her in Houston or whatever you need. Even if you're moving to Charlotte, call her. She can right. help you and she'll quarterback it and make sure that you're taken care of no matter where you are. See, I like that because you said two things when you say that. You said every player is different, but you also said, now this isn't for people to take advantage, but we've done it. And it's been times of the role I've had to do what you said. I've had to do everything and that they that, like that player is not doing that. They're not going to. I feel like when they know and they care about you, they're like, hey, look, I, this is a one-time deal. This is happening. But once again, a lot of people, you listen to this podcast, and you always ask, like, what are one of the things that help you succeed in this role? Every player is different. Every person is different. And you have to come up with customizable plans or customizable action items for each player. All right. So one thing I also heard, you, you said you were in Houston, but if somebody moved to Charlotte or, or wherever it is around the country, Talk to me about how you're able to do that. I know technology has made the world like everybody's literally in the in your palm or your hand. But how do you do that in that space? Because when someone's listening to real estate, I think a lot of people think real estate can be regional. Like, oh, you handle it here. But please talk about how you're able to, you know, expand outside of Houston to help those you serve. So for me, again, creating relationships is very, very important. So I've made a point to connect with other agents that are in various states and various cities. Um, Of course, all of the major cities are covered. And I vet them. Hmm. I have conversations with them. We go to company conferences and I make sure we either have coffee and I don't drink coffee, but I'll drink tea or something like that. Um, Or we go to lunch or we go to dinner or we're at just some event and we just spend time and I'm engaging them, learning more about their business. I even set up different Zoom calls with other agents in other areas because I need to know who you are and how you operate. I have a very good sense of judgment of character, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, and I need to make sure that I'm partnering with people that have the same outlook about these players as I do. Right. So if I feel at any 
point, there may be some questionable responses. That's not my person. Um, I want the person that is going to go the extra mile, that's going to deliver that white glove service. And so when I have a parent or a player that reaches out or I'm watching the draft and I see they've gotten drafted to a particular city or I see when trades are happening and they're now Mm -hmm. traded from here to there, you know, I can reach out to them, to the parents, or they reach out to me and say, all right, we're going to X, Y, Z. How can you help me? And I have the people in place and we stay in contact. I'm updated throughout the entire process. I'm included on everything. The, The parents and the players are still there asking me questions. I just have to have a specific agent in that area because they're knowledgeable about their specific area. Mm-hmm. But the trust that I've built with them, I'm, I don't just dump them off to someone else. Right. I'm still very much involved in the process. Uh, for instance, I'll be on a plane next week for a closing for one of my players. Nice. So, you know, I, I, I do everything to take care of players and parents and coaches and agents, no matter what city they're in. I think that's awesome because you, you know, so much athletics and you hear players talk and it's always the extra rep, the extra mile, run across the line, run through the line, you know, mm-hmm. dive for the ball, give effort, give effort. And it's incredible. I think not. I think I know players appreciate people who who do that, who who do the things in their lives, who give extra effort, who don't just, oh, uh, hey, I just met this this. You told me to run here. I just ran because they can't do that in practice. Coach mm-hmm, says, "Hey, mm-hmm. just you know, we got practice." I, well, coach, I showed up. I did the layup line. Like, what do you want me to do? So, I, that's pretty awesome. And you all listening, athletes listening to this, and people who are in the development space with athletes, that that you know, you know, you know when you you see it. As Miss, Mrs. Terrellin said, you know, you know when you see it, you feel it. You're around those people. You know who's going to give extra effort for those that you serve. Now, you, you've mentioned the service you provide. Now, me personally, if I'm in a role, I would love to bring you in to talk to the team and then the next day do workshops. Is that something you do you do provide? Of course. Of course. Um, I can customize different things to the need of the school, the, the player. Just like I said, just like every player is different, every school's needs are different. So whatever that would need to look like. I'm definitely open and available for that. I am a full-time realtor, so I create my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, be, I am where I need to be when I need to be there. And if a two-day scenario is what works best for your organization, then I'm there. Perfect, perfect. Now, since we're talking about where, where I serve, and I know there's people listening to this that serve those in professional leagues. I know for me, I, I always try and keep it to my, what my experience was. My experience was college. And there's there's players making IEL money. There's some that are making really nice money, really, really nice money. But most of the teams making extra cash. Um, you know, I think the average is maybe a thousand dollars is still good money. It's extra what 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 could someone do with that money? Let's say, for instance, you you mentioned your son Seth. What would be your advice to Seth? If you know nil money, how could I if I'm if I got hey I'm getting extra thousand dollars a month or extra thousand dollars every two months, and I really I'm really interested in real estate. What's the first thing I could do with that money? So with with the players or the people that are making 
the minimal amount for NIL. Of course, you can't go and buy a house with a thousand dollars or buy mm-hmm. any property with a thousand dollars. So my suggestion would be to have some sort of savings or a trust of some sort that you can't touch and put that money there. Now, if there's a piece of that money you need for, you know, mm-hmm. living scenarios, you you take that out, but then put the rest of that money to the side, compound that, build it up, make sure, you know, it's there when you need it. Now, once you get into the league and you're starting to make more money, now you have this money that you've that you've obtained for two, possibly three years. And now we're talking about NIL backing up into high school. So you potentially are starting to get NIL at a much earlier age. Mm -hmm. Um, And if that NIL is is big for you, then, yes, we could definitely start talking, you know, investment properties and things like that. But, you know, on the on the smaller scale, we, we do need to put that in a safe place where we're not spending it, because if it's in the bank account, we're going to use it. You know, yes. if, if it's easily accessible, we're going to use it. So, you know, creating that financial literacy of holding on to it for for later to compound it with something else. All right. So you've been dropping a lot of gems and wisdom on us and knowledge. And this education is is, is really helped me even listen to it uh, as a host of this podcast. But as you continue your work, why is the education of real estate so important? So the education of real estate is very, very important because when we think of players, coaches, agents, and real estate, we think of what? MTV Cribs with the yep. five twenty million dollar properties on the lake and oh, yeah. you know, all of these things. That doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Those are nice. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Those are nice. But there are opportunities at three to four hundred thousand dollars that mm-hmm. you're purchasing these investment properties to create passive income. And let's just say, you know, maybe the average time in the league is about what, three and a half, four years? Three and a half, yeah. Once you're not making these millions on a monthly basis anymore, it's easier to maintain that four hundred thousand dollar property. Absolutely. Even a couple of different four hundred thousand dollar, five hundred thousand dollar properties because you're now renting them out. Someone else is paying your mortgage and you're making money off of it versus a one property for $5 million. There's a very specific person that, that you're going to, we're going to have to find to rent that property out. And it may be a lot harder to find someone to rent that out. You better be in LA or New York. You better be, (laughs) you better be. So, you know, it's important to open the players and their families as well, because a a lot of players, a lot of the players that I work with, their parents are very involved in their processes, in their Mm -hmm. finances, in the decision-making and having these types of conversations, you can go get a $300,000 or Mm $275 condo in Galveston in a location where they allow you to have Airbnbs and Mm -hmm. be killing. Oh yeah. 
and you don't have to spend a million dollars. You can get two of those for $500,000 and make a massive amount of income off of that. So just being aware of what's out there, the opportunities that exist and having a person that truly cares about their betterment of later and not Mm -hmm. just right now helps that process of understanding. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now this is your turn. I've asked a lot of questions. This is the open mic session. Now, this one is open to you. You can talk about real estate. You can talk about why it's important to to help athletes. You can talk about the mixture of both sports and entertainment. But this is your open mic. So. I. I am very engulfed in the sports and entertainment room. It seems that everything I do these days is focused around some sort of sports and entertainment idea. So, so with, with my godson being the athlete, you know, I wanted to make sure I knew and understood as much as I possibly could about the real estate realm and understanding from the athlete side from the family side. And so I want him to always know whenever it's his turn to potentially declare for the draft next year. Mm -hmm. We're we're in year three, even though we entered the portal, so we don't know where his feet are going to land here in the next week or so. Um, So I'm really excited about that. But I want him to always know, well, whenever I have to go to a different city, my nanny's got it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about finding someone that we can potentially trust or somebody that's going to take advantage. I did not want that. And so once I started learning the industry, I've developed a greater passion for it. Um, And of course, like I mentioned, being the single mom, I would want someone that's working with my son Mm -hmm. that will take care of him. That will not take advantage because we see so many athletes, they get out of the league and within a few years, they don't have any more money. What happened hey, to your money? Right. You know, but there, there's so many people that they encounter that are just in it for the dollar sign. That's a target on their backs. And I don't like it. Right. That is not who I am. And I want to do everything that I can along with my close team, there's five of us Mm -hmm. um, and we're kind of spread out throughout the United States too, that we are helping to make a difference in these athletes lives, being a part of their trust system to make sure that they are where they need to be and making the the right decisions financially. Thank you so much. I've learned so much. Thank you for taking time out and thank you for supporting the Player Development Conference Platinum Sponsor. Let's give a round of applause again. Thank you so much. But how can these listeners find you? So there are multiple ways to find me. Um, My phone number, which is always next to me. So if you reach out, it's right here most times, unless I'm sleeping. Um, But my contact number is 504-296-7301. You can also reach me at my website, which is Um, 
Um, I do also have LinkedIn. I am Terilyn Mitchell Nunn on LinkedIn. And then Instagram is Terilyn Nunn underscore Realtor. And then I'm also on Facebook as Terilyn Nunn. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. You all, that's in the show notes. Uh, the number, everything is in the show notes. I know some of you all are in the car and you would rather type it. You all looking at YouTube. It's all in the show notes. Definitely want you to get in contact with Mrs. Tara Lanun. She's been incredible for, for us, my team, and the Player Development Conference, which is happening this weekend. So thank you so much. Uh, I'm just thankful. I'm glad we got to connect. Thank you for coming into our space. Uh, us who serve athletes and we're excited to see where this, uh, how this all combines, where it goes from here. Absolutely. So. Thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed it. No problem. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for spending your precious time with me. I really, truly appreciate that. God bless you. Go out and create generational impact. Don't wait. Create the generational impact today.